0: You are Locked On Cardinals.
1: Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Oh, it's like Christmas morning. It's schedule release day. It's the Locked On Cardinals podcast. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. Follow along on Twitter at Locked On AZ Cards, at Clancy's Corner to follow Alex, to follow me. B-O-B-R-A-C-K. This show is brought to you by Peacock and Williamson, one of our flagship shows here on the Locked On Podcast Network. NFL analyst Brian Peacock, former NFL scout Matt Williamson, hosts Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you a national perspective all around the NFL, covering the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Check it out wherever you find podcasts. Alex, we already have leaks as far as the schedule is concerned. We have one season opening game we know who it's going to be we'll tell you who that is in just a second we're going to be joined by our friends over at 12 news chirsten uh susal she's going to join us here on the podcast we're going to bring her on actually right now chirsten what's going on thanks for joining the podcast
2: Hi, not much. Thanks for getting my name
1: right. I, it was, uh, believe me, <laughs> with, with the marbles that I have in my mouth, it's tough to even get, you know, the easiest of names <laughs> correct. But uh, Chirsten Sousel joins us here. And uh, have you seen the Cardinals' season opening game yet, Taken on just the behemoth of Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans?
2: Well, I, yeah, I have. It was a challenge for them last year as well. But I think that's going to be an exciting opening uh, game for them.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. And when you talk about where the Arizona Cardinals wanted to improve this offseason, it's against the run, and you're gonna get battle tested right out of the gates against the two thousand yard rusher and Derrick Henry.
2: He's a challenge against going up against anyone.
1: Right. Yeah, I, yeah I, funny. Like go ahead.
0: You're Alex. gonna look at this. You see the offseason moves the Cardinals have made and lack thereof in the cornerback room, and you have AJ AJ Brown on the outside. We'll see what this young uh, interior uh, interior linebacking core is going to do. We'll talk about Jordan Hicks a little bit later. The elder statesman on the outside, the pass rush, like we're going to find out really quickly if the offseason moves have worked in some capacity. And if one guy, if A.J. Brown, he's pretty much out there on an island after Corey Davis has left and Johnny Smith has gone, if the Cardinals can't stop one guy, the murderers of wide receivers are going to have to face for the rest of the season. It's going to be It's going to be a challenge.
1: I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. I'm I'm going to pray from now until the season opener for Zayvon Collins in his life as far as going one on one against the beast that is is Derrick Henry. But you're right, this is a pretty balanced team. I don't, I don't know what uh, w- when you think about the schedule release day, have you seen any of the the leaks so far, Chirsten? Um, I saw just a
2: second ago one of you guys. I think tweeted out some of the leaks, which I always find is just. I mean. Why are, you, why are people leaking? Especially? I don't know. We <laughs> can't wait a few hours. My goodness. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, home opener against Minnesota Titans, uh, Minnesota Jacksonville, and Christmas Day versus the Colts. All exciting games. I think they're all winnable games, too.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think you're wrong there. The, the thing that's – talk about, you know, drama, whatever, all the storylines coming into the home opener, P2 coming back. Wearing the purple and gold of the Minnesota Vikings in the Cardinals' first home game of the season, I think I love it. I love how it kind of matches up, and we'll see what uh, Patrick Peterson looks like in a in a new uniform. It's going to be very odd, but I, I I like how that played out. You mentioned Carson Wentz and the Colts on Christmas Day. Uh, we'll see where that lines up. Is it going to be Christmas Day or Christmas night? Cardinals haven't played a uh, Christmas game since 2010. That was back when John Skelton was their quarterback. I think they uh, we definitely an improvement at the quarterback position since uh, 11 years ago. But yeah, you're right. You had all the leaks out there. It was Chuck Harris who had who had that in Jacksonville week, in Week 3. I don't know, tonight I think it's good that the Arizona Cardinals are getting Jacksonville early before Urban Meyer really gets his hands on that team and kind of transforms that losing culture. I think it's better to play them early than later.
2: They're going. This is that's going to be a team that's going to progress as the season continues. So yeah, I definitely agree uh, with them. I thought you were about to make a. I thought you were going to make a joke about Tebow T- joining the team. I thought when you said <laughs> "team," I thought you were going to say Tebow, and I was right. about to laugh. But uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> On the other side of that, you have the Christmas game with Carson Wentz, who hasn't played a full season in uh, ever I mean since he's had his back injury before the uh or the leg injury before the Super Bowl run a couple of years ago the longer he plays I think in Indy would benefit the Cardinals more a lot more question marks new-ish offense even though he uh, he um goes back with his boy Frank Reich it's it's I think that playing at home on Christmas is as beneficial as the Cardinals going on the road in week one getting some road games out of the way early and you know you have the home cooking late. Uh, with the game, even though it may be on Christmas, beneficial for this team.
1: Kirsten, what, what have you? Uh, you obviously cards uh, locker rooms going on. Twelve News, you've you've gotten to set sit down with a couple of the key players that have come to the desert. You, you also didn't you sit down with uh, Zayvon Collins recently?
2: Yeah, I, I did. And after, okay, great kid. A I, I, great addition, uh, great personality, but after the introductory press conference that he had right after he got drafted and then the phone call with Kim, uh and Cliff in the war room that they put out, like I was so pumped to do the interview and I got him like the day after he was drafted, uh, after he probably stayed up, celebrated all night and then early flight to Phoenix and then Uh, you know meetings with everybody and then I got him yeah he was a wildly different person he was so chill he was you know his answers were shorter he didn't have as much enthusiasm and I was a little bit (laughs) bummed about that Uh, I did not get the same Zavin that we saw when he was originally drafted but uh, great conversation with him I love his backstory he's got a chip on his shoulder um, I, I love the story about how his mom had to dip into her 401k just to be able to send him to camps to try and get a scholarship. Um, so that's a guy that's not going to take any opportunity for granted. And he inevitably has uh, you know hard work ethic instilled in him. Um, I I can't I feel like I can't talk about Zayvon, though, without talking about uh, the Jordan Hicks news. Yeah, just. Uh, If you guys want to announce that or talk about that more, uh, then I'll give you the reins on that. But let's just say, obviously, they have uh, a lot of confidence in Zayvon's abilities and what he's going to be able to do year one as a rookie.
0: Yeah, so for those that don't know, there was a report out by Ian Rappaport earlier this morning that said Steve Keim, or the Arizona Cardinals brass, said Zayvon Collins is going to be the starter week one. We'll we'll unpack that in a minute. Uh, The other part of that was, the former starter from the interior of the linebacking core, the inside linebacker, is Jordan Hicks, who was granted permission to seek a trade elsewhere. There's a lot of different levels to this. Jordan Hicks was, I mean, he was one of the heartbeats of the middle of the defense. I mean, he's definitely, pro football focus didn't have necessarily the nicest things to say about him in 2019 and 2020 numbers-wise. I think his grade in, 19, in 2019 was around 60, and it dipped in 2020 to even lower. Uh, Chirsten. Is this the right move, first of all, by Steve Keim to say, hey, you've never played any NFL snaps before. Let's throw you in as a starter and put added pressure on you for no reason. Or do you think that this is the way where you shift the culture, bringing in J.J. Watt, Malcolm Butler, etc. And say, you know what, I double down on my draft pick and Zayvon Collins is ready to start week one.
2: The fact that we saw an example of this just a year ago and saw how it didn't pan out with Isaiah Simmons and the two situations are so similar in the the fact that they are both really high IQ Swiss Army knife type of guys that were like, hey, this these guys can, uh, they're versatile and they have a really great grasp on the game and all these different positions and they're super high IQ and they should be able to pick up the speed of the game uh, and the NFL really quickly. And then we saw what happened with Isaiah Simmons uh, at the beginning of the year and he didn't really reach um, really any potential until the end of the season. And so just, you know, if maybe we hadn't had that example just so recently about how it's hard to bet on rookies making that transition from the speed of the game uh, and how the game is played and, and who you're going up against in college versus the NFL. Um, I know it's a little bit different just because, um, you know, the access that unfortunately, you know, what they had in the offseason was a lot different than what they're going to be able to have this year. Um, so you could certainly point to that. But, you um, I think it's a lot of added pressure to that's another element whether or not this Zaven can can physically or mentally make that transition quickly. I think it's just added pressure that's not necessary. So from a football standpoint, I don't know that that was necessarily the the right move. From a human interest standpoint, Hmm. the reason supposedly that they granted Jordan Hicks um, the opportunity to seek a trade was because he is a respected veteran and they wanted to do him right by giving him that option. Jordan Hicks, you know, he's, he's a guy that took, a I think, a $3 million pay cut just to stay in Arizona. He loves Arizona. He's a, a great veteran leader, just a great overall human being. He's done a lot for the community as well. So in that regard, I think it was a, a solid and commendable uh, move. And uh, we'll see what happens with it. It's not like he's, you know, he's officially gone or anything yet. We'll see what happens. But from a football standpoint, that's one thing. I don't think that was the smartest move. From a human standpoint, I get it.
1: I think it's another One you can add to the list as far as Arizona Cardinals over corrections. And I'll explain what I mean by that in just a few minutes. We're going to go to the other side of this. We're going to break. We're going to come back with Chirsten Sousel, of course, of 12 News. She joins us here on the Lockdown Cardinals podcast. Follow her on Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter, at LockdownAZCards. Follow Alex at Clancy's Corner and at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. What could the Cardinals get for Jordan Hicks? Potentially, could they still see him week one? I think that's an interesting landing spot for Jordan Hicks. Tennessee Titans. We'll talk about it. It's Locked On Cardinals. Hey, Cardinals fans, listen up. Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. Get your complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total T. Text Draft to 231231. This unique man boosting formula is powered by Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy in lean muscle mass. Plus, text now and they'll include a bottle of Nugenix Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever with the key ingredients to help you get back in shape absolutely free. Text Draft to 231231. That's Draft to 231231. Message and data rates may apply. NuGenix Total T is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. And like the TV ads say, she'll like it too. If you're over 40, don't let age get in the way. Get your edge back with Nugenics. There's a reason NuGenix has been the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC for years. It works. All right, we're live streaming. You can watch us. I don't know why you'd want to watch us. Cheers to know She brings a little... Brings the podcast up a little bit for the is from the look standpoint we're uh, we're we're better off just audio only but we appreciate anybody who kind of tunes into us here on the stream you can find us wherever you find podcasts you can of course stream it on the Odyssey app cheers so I was uh I saw the Tennessee Titans there's a as far as Jordan Hicks he has some ties to the Titans coaching staff from his Philly days. I mean there's a potential that Jordan Hicks could be in that game just not wearing an Arizona Cardinals uniform. How would you feel about that? I
2: would I mean, you know, I from a football standpoint again it's a, I love Jordan Hicks. Yeah. I think he's a great addition. I would hate to see him leave um and I would, I would hate to see, you know, how he performs. I think there's always always an added um you know, sense of of trying to to stick it to your former team in week 1 and so I would I'd be interested to see how he if that played out, you know, how he does in a Titans uniform. Um, I think he's really good for the locker room. So truthfully, I would hate to see him go.
1: Yeah, it, it is interesting. They have a ton of veteran leadership now. Obviously, what they brought in with with uh JJ Watt. I, I to to kind of get back to the conversation about how it's an overcorrection, and I'm taking from Alex here because the Cliff Kingsbury hiring was an extreme overcorrection from the Steve Wilkes hiring and firing, where they went with like the young, trendy, offensive guy after going a year with the guy who was the defensive-minded head coach, and they just wanted to get it, go a completely different direction. And I feel with the Isaiah Simmons thing, how it kind of flopped in his rookie year. He, of course, had his moments, but the way that it flopped and the fans were clamoring for him to get more playing time, that just potentially sending Jordan Hicks packing and naming uh, Zayvon Collins a week one starter... Is just immediately overcorrecting where they fell short last year. What are your thoughts on that?
2: I think it's a situation where you're like sort of clamoring to figure out like what's going on in Steve Kime's head, right? Mm-hmm. Like it overcorrects because we can't figure out like really why would he do something like this, right? And so you probably are onto something with that. I, um, you know, fans were really upset last year uh, with how the whole Isaiah Simmons thing unfolded. Um, you talked to Vance Joseph, and he continuously said, you know, not ready, not ready, still picking up the game. Um, and again, it's not anyone's fault. Not, we see that every single year. It's a gamble. The draft is a complete gamble. Just because a player is good in college, just because they have a certain skill set, et cetera, doesn't mean it's going to translate. We see it every single year at every single position. So uh, I feel. I understand that, especially with the season, uh, the off season that, that, uh, you know, that Isaiah Simmons had that it would take a little bit longer, but fans weren't happy about it, but you can't always just because fans are upset about something so quickly react to it or try to overcorrect it. So if that is really what's going on here, I mean, come on, like (laughs) stick to your decisions a little bit, you know, more than just that.
0: Yeah. Jurgen uh, Sussell, 12 News, joining us here, Locked on Cardinals. We just talked in the last minute and a half about Steve Wilkes going to Cliff Kingsbury, then going to Steve Kime and w- wanting to get what's inside his head. If any GM ever went from a coach like Steve Wilkes to Cliff Kingsbury and still had his job, we're talking about a different conversation here. I would love to have a debate on who deserves to be head coach more Steve Wilkes or Steve Keim, or uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury. We'll do it a different day. Isaiah Simmons, the interesting part, the flashball memory I have of Isaiah Simmons is week one, Raheem Mostert taking a 70-yard little slant route to the house. That's what I remember. And he didn't necessarily start that game. He played some snaps, but after that play, it was few and far between. I think that set the stage for the rest of the season, which was really unfair. And what Isaiah Simmons is going to need to do this year, it it seems, is teach Zayvon Collins how to be an NFL inside linebacker. So it's not the most ideal situation, and that's where the Jordan Hicks thing, as you mentioned, on the field doesn't necessarily compute rationally. So hopefully Steve Kime has a bigger plan. There's obviously rumors around saying Jordan Hicks for Zach Ertz. If you're going to move Jordan Hicks and get a player instead of a conditional seventh-round pick, I could kind of understand that. But what he means in the locker room, as you mentioned, moving forward, for a young, impressionable linebacker room not named you know, uh, Marcus Golden, it's paramount. Now, you're looking at Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins. I don't know what your thought was on the Zayvon Collins pick at 16. We can get to that in a second. Hopefully, it wasn't a Travis Etienne room like you had, like Cam Cox had. I almost kicked <laughs> him off this damn podcast when he said that wow. at 16. What are your thoughts about Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins, these young bloods trying to take the inside of the linebacker room to the next level with their speed, athleticism, freakish talent?
2: Well, my thoughts about the pick originally was they picked who, seriously? <laughs> you know, I don't think anybody was jumping out of their seats to yeah. at that original uh, pick. I think once you get to, you know, sort of settle in and, you know, rationalize, okay, I could kind of see this working, et cetera. Um, Jordan Hicks thing aside, because I still I still think it was a terrible decision and I hope that he stays. Um And I don't just mean veteran leadership as, you know, he's just a good guy that's going to be a motivator. I mean, somebody that can help teach the guy, somebody that in the same room, um, aside from the coaches, that can really invest um, in other players. And Jordan Hicks is that type of guy. Like, I I think that he he cares about his teammates, and um, he's a guy that, um, you know, obviously is going to compete for a starting spot, but is somebody that uh, he can help. Uh, out his teammates. And so, um, anyway, Jordan, the Jordan Hicks thing aside, um, if it works great, but it's a gamble. It's certainly a gamble. You can't look, you can't look at that move and say, oh man, that was a surefire hit. Like Mm -hmm. no way they can go wrong with this. So we'll see how it pans out.
1: All right, let's get one last prediction for you because we are hours away, despite all the leaks and that are just ruining each and every, you know, thirty-two NFL teams, social media teams that had like these videos set up and ready to go for each of these games at five o'clock Arizona time. We're seeing the leaks. We haven't seen any like true prime time game for the Arizona Cardinals. They might consider that Saturday Christmas Day a primetime game, but what's your prediction? How many primetime games are the Arizona Cardinals going to get, and what would kind of justify maybe a national respect for this team and what they've done this offseason? Have they earned it? Oh,
2: my goodness. that's That's a good one. I think... What did they Did they how many did they have last year 2 they, or 3
1: So they had 2 to start out and then they kind of had like a COVID Sunday night flex. They had that overtime thriller okay. against the the Seahawks, but okay. they had a Thursday night game and they had the Monday night game obviously where they we love to point out they blew the doors off the Dallas Cowboys.
2: And that was that was all within like a like a week time yeah. frame too, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I would say I'm going to give them shoot I know they've got some some added stars now though um I would say I'm gonna give them three um that they earn and has nothing to do with COVID relations um (laughs) I'm gonna go with three and um listen if they start the way they started last year and live up to their potential through the end of the season this is going to be a really really good cardinals team and they've got a they've got the star power to to play those primetime games so i'm going to just going to go with three because i don't believe in overhyping anything and we saw what <laughs> we saw last year they just tanked towards the end of the season um i think three is a fair number uh and if if Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray make the strides that we that fans are hoping that they're going to make in year three together. Uh, their defense, um, you know, you got added pieces of defense. You've got the star power of J.J. Watt, and hopefully, he lives up to everything that uh, Arizona's hoping that he's going to be for them. Um, so, if everything can come together and uh, we see improvements from last year to this year they're going to be a really good team. And I think that's what it's going to take to continue to see
0: them in those primetime slots. Yeah. Is Christmas a primetime game? Can we talk about this? Like is walking into winter, winter wonderland, a primetime game? You know, I I don't know. Like, is it, if it starts at two o'clock or later, cause it's on a Saturday, cause we might already be a third of the way there. And if not, you know, I mean, that's three and that would be three and a half primetime games. If you only kind of count it, if they get three others,
1: ba- I don't know. The baseline has to be three. It has to be. If they yeah. get less than three, yeah. it's it's just slapping us in the face. Well,
0: and you want a Sunday night game. Like, Monday night is now taking a backseat oh, yeah. to Sunday night football. You want one of those Sunday night games. Like, they have some marquee matchups, you know, whether it be Cleveland or Green Bay. Like, they've got – they're playing some good teams this year. And you just don't want it to be Seattle or San Francisco unless it's a flex later on in the season and the division's on the line. I want a damn Sunday – like, I want a Sunday night game. <laughs> I don't want to play any Dalton on 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 Monday night and just (laughs) be a snoozer after Christian Kirk has a long touchdown catch. It's like, well, I mean, should I watch Jeopardy? Like, like what what do I do after that? I just want a Sunday night game. I'm ready for it. I think they deserve it. Sorry, but
2: Monday and Thursday night football, I am just I just have a really hard time uh, getting into either day. I just like Sunday football and the Sunday night game will always and forever be the game that you want to play.
1: No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And after each and every Cardinals games, Cardinals Locker Room, Cheirston, you can watch her, Cheirston Sucelle. Follow her on Twitter, of course, Cheirsten Sucelle. Easy way to find that. Thank you so much, Time for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. As I, I told you I was gonna those I was, marbles. I know, I got your name <laughs> right, but I can't speak otherwise. But we appreciate you joining us here on the podcast. Thanks for
2: having me, guys.
1: Thank you. We've got one more short segment left. We'll get to it. Just a little preview as far as what you're going to see tonight. And also we're going to talk uh, where you can find us when we break down the Arizona Cardinals official schedule when it's unveiled at 5 p.m. It's locked on Cardinals. You ready for it? All right, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy back here on the podcast. At the Arizona Cardinals already week one dogs. Two and a half points. They're getting on the road against the Tennessee Titans. You want to get some early action on that? Bet online is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball, obviously, in full swing, you can track all the action. Bet online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, UFC, and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop, your mobile device, and check out the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game as your team preps for its playoff run. Head over to the website, use your cell, sign up today, receive the 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON. You put in $100, you'll get 50 free bucks to help build your stack. Bet online. your online sportsbook experts, use the promo code LOCKEDON. If you haven't tried Built Bar yet, you're doing yourself a huge disservice. It's where delicious, tasty meets healthy protein bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's easy. What's your favorite flavor? If you've had it, you know what I'm talking about. They have nine delicious flavors, and right now, you can head over to the website and get a mixed box, figure out which one you like, including the limited time flavor, Strawberry. Or you can go with, you know, the old trusty, Coconut, Coconut Almond, Cherry, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Peanut Butter Brownie, Double Chocolate, and Salted Caramel. Are you kidding me? Those are all incredible, but you need to figure out which is your favorite. Not only are the bars the tastiest, they're healthy, too. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Go to the website, builtbar.com. use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's the promo code lock 15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Clancy's Corner, at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. Make sure you're following Shearson. Great, uh, Great follow on Twitter. Make sure you're watching Cardinals Locker Room on 12 News. And uh, she's a part of that great team. Cam Cox, uh, Ryan Cody, just an incredible, just insightful crew over there at 12 News. So we talked about it a little bit. We've got the four leaks. Has anything happened between now and, and then? Have you seen any other games? So, I've seen. No. So home opener against Patrick Peterson. As I said, I love it. Week three against Jacksonville. You go down into the sunshine. You get the humidity. Uh, week three probably puts you into September, early October. So it shouldn't be too bad. It'd be hot, but heck, you're a team from Arizona. You should be all right. Um, and then you've got week four, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, what was the week four matchup? It was uh, the, oh no, I'm, it's the Christmas Day is the other game that we have. It's not week four. So it's it's going to be towards the end of the season. You get Carson Wentz who had 15 picks last year. Rough season for the Eagles. Who knows? I mean he could not even he might not even be the quarterback by then, or he could be thriving and be back to where he once was. Uh I said the baseline's three, Alex. Anything less than that would be disrespectful. Obviously they can add. The one of the things would be like it would suck if they got a late Sunday. Like late in the season, Sunday game that they could okay. potentially get flexed out of, but that's like your right. ultimate worst of all realities situation.
0: Yeah, that's reverting back to 2019. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there was four. There, there's 18 weeks, and this isn't, you know, a home or take. Like they're playing good teams. They're obviously going to get a Thursday night. I mean, four is a lot. Four is a lot. There's only 18, there's only 18 Sunday night football games. So them taking. You know, eighteen percent of those. I just, I just don't see happening at this point. Not eighteen percent. Sorry, like thirteen percent. I don't see that happening. The yeah. Cowboys get five. Yeah. You know, I mean, the Cowboys get a whole bunch, anyways. Right. There's the worst teams in the NFL are getting better. We talked about this. Like the the middle class is a lot has a lot more population regarding teams than it has in recent memory. So there's a lot more teams to choose from. More, um, just exciting matchups. I think three's right. I think you, if you, if you give me the two and a half, I'll take the over. Yeah. Um I just want a Sunday night game. I think it'd be like it's time. you you're right within the first 12 weeks. B- b- before flexings uh possible. You want a Sunday night game.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at it. I mean, obviously your ho- your your season opener on the road against the Titans that, you know, that's that's potential, you know, you could do It's not going to be the Sunday night game. But I I when you when you look at who they're going to play, there's some intriguing matchups. The game I really want, I want to I'll either want the Packers on a Sunday night or which would be in Glendale or on like on the road against the Bears at Soldier Field. Those are appealing to me. And then, obviously, the Cowboys. The Cowboys would be a fun—I don't know. The Cowboys, I love that it was Monday night last year. I wouldn't mind if they had a repeat. this up- I know you want Thursday night, but on Thanksgiving—or Thursday on Thanksgiving— but I don't want to. I don't want to work Thanksgiving. So that's just my selfish. <laughs>
0: well, they've already been. They've already been put out. Also bears. Bears. Lions. Morning. Okay. Um, uh, and then uh Raiders. Cowboys in the afternoon, and then Saints and somebody else yeah. Sunday night. All right. It's Thursday night. I can't Thursday night. Who they're playing on
1: Thanksgiving. So that's not yeah. bad. I also have bad memories of like the Thanksgiving game. That's where uh, Tyron Matthew tore his ACL against the the Eagles. Yeah. You remember that. Um. Yeah. So we'll see. We're going to actually be live. We're going to be talking to Cody Rourke and Ross Jackson on the uh, Locked On NFL YouTube channel later tonight. We're going to be talking about the Arizona Cardinals schedule when it's released. But I think that there's some there's some opportunity here. You know, you look at it's the so the Titans is they're it's out of the question. The Colts it seems like that's that's out of the question. So now you've got the opportunity as far as the Browns, the Packers, the Vikings, and the Bears and Cowboys as your leftover potential, well, and then also your division foes. Like any of those games, like your Thursday night games, going to be probably an MC West game. It usually is a divisional game. And then you've got, uh, you know, you can get flexed. I think, you know, Sunday night you could see a game get flexed later in the season. But off the bat, baseline's got to be three. It'll be fun. Yeah going yeah. be fun. Make sure you're following at yeah. Locked On AZ Cards for all the information as it comes to us for the schedule release. We'll have uh, we'll have some fun content coming out of there, and uh, also we'll have uh, just a live video of our response to the schedule being released.
0: It's already up. Already, our <laughs> social team's insane. Unreal. Our social team is insane. Um, Nick from Locked On Mavs, aside from his Luca love, uh, he, I mean, they are insane. Yeah, it's already up at Locked On AZ Cards. Bo and I break down the week one matchup against the Titans.
1: Big thank you to uh, Chirsten Suzell. Uh, big thanks to uh, 12 News. And I uh, cannot wait to break that. It's finally here. It's it's going to be a long couple hours between now and then. Hopefully some leaks in between then. I don't know. It's also like draft day. I like to see the, I actually like to hear Goodell say the name of the player instead of reading it from Ian Rappaport, Schefter, or Jake Glazer. I want, I want to see it. Like, let's just unveil it now at five, the rest of it and not have any more leaks.
0: I agree, but it is a three hour show, I think, on the NFL network. It That's is? ridiculous. Oh man. What I think well, but I'm sure they're no, I'm sure they're gonna blast it out and then break down every division and every team. Like it'd be yeah. fun to be a part of. Be fun to to be a co-host for that, but yeah, give me the juice. I'll wait till five, <laughs> but I want it all.
1: I want it all right away. The the fun part's gonna be the video that we release afterwards and joining Cody Rourke. And I heard that there's rumbling that We're gonna join one of our division foe podcast hosts. Uh, Cremendous. Who, Sosa Cremendous, who's just a, uh, a smack talk artist. Uh, he's going to try to bring it against Alex. And I don't think he knows that we're going to tag team him and, and just beat him into submission. But you you, like you, you know, the Rams are going to get an absurd amount of, of games. There's that hype they train.
0: What an ugly first Sunday night football game. Are you kidding me? Bears, Rams. Let's kick off the season, guys.
1: Yeah, gross. We're going to see Matthew Stafford against the team that he underperformed against in his entire NFC North career. He'll go up and gets them in, in week one, and people are like, oh, we made a horrible mistake attaching ourselves to this hype train. Can't wait for it. Check it out later today. Locked on Cardinals. We will be back with you tomorrow. Are we going to do uh, – it's just you and me tomorrow breaking down the schedule, right? Yeah,
0: and Ryan Cody from 12 News is going to join us Friday. Perfect.
1: we got a full slate of shows, fun shows. And uh, tomorrow's going to be – we're going to recap this. Thing. We'll, are we going to do the game-by-game the game predictions? Predictions, oh, yeah. Okay. It's, oh, yeah. It's yeah, coming that, It could be a 45-minute podcast tomorrow. It's going to be blooded up. All right. We'll yeah. talk to you guys then. It's Locked on Cardinals.